Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, Long Way From Home, Part 4. The Doctor is in. Previously, our investigators finally put the desolate town of Farina behind them and faced the rugged expanse of the outback. After a few days, they arrived at their first stop, the quaint homestead of the Mendeley Station. They met with the very hospitable owners and learned more about what they had come to see. But all was not well at the homestead of the Mendeley Station, for that night... Something broke out of the shearing sheds. A monstrous, shifting, alien-like creature with too many eyes, the sight of which rooted Orson to the spot in fear and sent Chuck and Henry into brief bouts of madness, in which Henry shot Orson in the shoulder. Unable to react, the professor fell to the ground, barely clinging to consciousness. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. This is part four of A Long Way From Home. And so we pick up with Orson lying on the ground, covered in blood, a very quick bandage placed over the bullet wound. Chuck is starting to calm down a little, but he's still screaming. So what do you guys do? Um, we're already applying first aid, right? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say I bleed a little bit more. <laughs> Uh, Sharon has returned at this point with um, a very large first aid kit, and she's starting to apply a larger um, bandage as the shred of cloth from Henry's shirt has soaked through very quickly. Am I still blacked out? Make a constitution roll. Okay. You're not going to lose any more, da- any more health. Right. But let's just see if you pull... Wake up. Wake up or stay blacked out. Yeah, I, I failed. Yeah, you're still out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Chuck screams. That's it. Mm-hmm. Sharon kind of looks wide-eyed. What the hell happened? I, I don't know. Oh, God, I don't know. The fuck was that thing? It, uh... Ooh. Oh, boy. That's exactly what I've been... I've been looking for. Um, also, uh, it appears, um, that we have the doctor who has been shot here. I, I I didn't catch a glimpse of it, though. I couldn't see who did it from my position. Yeah, neither could I. (sighs) Also, what happened? Uh, no, I, uh, this is so weird, because, like, Henry literally did not see what just happened. It was so weird. 
Keith is like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I saw. But I don't like it at all. If you come across that thing again, you kill it, you hear? You kill it, and I'll pay you. I'll pay you twice what my workers work in a month. And he very angrily stomps off towards the house. As he goes, he shouts for Sharon. I'm going to try to send a telegram to the hospital in Adelaide. We'll get him sent over right quick. I, I kind of, um, Henry's going to like sidle over to Louis just like really quick since like, I guess the situation's still pretty urgent, but like under his breath, uh, Henry's going to ask Louis, uh, what just happened? Ah, <clears throat> well, like, I, 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 I don't know what happened. I was, I was here and then I was there. Louis is going to kind of, he's going to kind of walk up to him, uh, try and, you know, straighten his back. He's going to say, uh, I, well, you see, um, the, the, the thing, I think this, this devil sheep, it was, it, it screamed or something screamed and we all ran out and, uh, uh, I, I don't know what happened to you guys, but it seemed that in your haste to kill the thing, you ended up shooting Dr. Orson. Oh, Chuck is gonna kill me. Why would he, uh, why would he want to do that? It's, uh, that's not important right now. Oh, speaking of Chuck, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna run over to Chuck and see, like, what help I can do there. Um, Chuck has finally calmed down enough to where he's not screaming. Um, he's not laughing. He's not crying. I'm just kind of sitting there breathing heavily. I'm just curled up in a ball. Like a thousand yard stare. Yeah. Your head hurts. Your face feels wet. Your throat scratchy and raw. Huh? Huh? Are you all right, Chuck? I'm, I'm like, I'm like looking at my uh, hand while I'm like making these sounds and I'm dissociating, I suppose would be the correct term. Mm -hmm. oh, come on, Chuck, you gotta, you gotta get up. Uh, I'm gonna, I raise my head to look at Henry and I feel, I look at Henry and I feel very disoriented. Like I try to focus on his face, but I can't quite, like I'm seeing doubles, but I can't quite seem to make it focus. Um, I'm going to try to like pick up Chuck, sort of. Just like grab him by the arm and like help get him up. I guess I'm, I'm going to help him out too. So Sharon has finished uh, bandaging up Orson enough to where uh, the bleeding should stop. There's enough compression that it's starting to slow down. And around this time, Keith 
comes back out and is shaking his head. Well, there's no train that they can send. The last one already left two days ago and it's not going to be back for another week. I can't send a plane. They're all out on their uh, on their mailing runs. We can keep them bandaged up, but there's not much we can do here. If I may, some of my workers have told stories about the spa near Perlana, about its healing properties. Perhaps that's where you should head. See if there's something that they can do for your friend. Hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that might be the way to go. Let's, uh, let's try to get some sleep. I'll have no problem with that. <laughs> he, uh, motions over for two of the shearers to come over. They're two Aboriginal workers and they pick you up, Orson, and they uh, take you to the main homestead. You actually are laid down in the master suite on Keith and Sharon's bed. And the rest of you are offered various rooms around the house to sleep in. There's only a couple bedrooms, but there's enough rooms that each of you have has a spot to sleep at least. And so the night passes. Some of you sleep. Some of you don't. Some of you, it comes later. But eventually, like clockwork, 6.30, the earth begins to shake again. And you are woken up. Orson, you are also woken up at this. Um, and you hurt badly. I just sort of sit up in bed and uh, I grasp my... Uh, you said it was my shoulder where I got shot? Yeah, your left shoulder. I, I just sort of put my hand there. It, it hurts to touch. And I sit up slowly and painfully, and I I try to get my bearings. It it kind of feels like a weird dream, but I the only reason that I know it's not is this bullet wound that hurts very badly. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Sharon opens up the door to the room and like. Are you all right? The, the the quake woke you up, didn't it? Uh, yes, uh, as it as it usually does. Uh, not to mention the bullet wound. Yeah, you took a you took a bad hit back there. I'm surprised my, you're still walking. My question is, who shot me? I don't believe the the. Uh, Whatever we saw had a gun. We're not sure. Just heard a shot fire out and then you were lying on the ground. Blood pooling around you. Well, uh, I, I think you and whoever patched me up, it, it could feel a lot worse. <laughs> you could be dead. This is the best outcome, I would say. Now, unfortunately, I have to tell you that, uh, the nearest hospital in Adelaide, there's not going to be a train. There's no planes available. There's really nothing we can do for you here. Well, uh, that, that's, that's all right. I, I, if the spa is everything it's said to be, then that should, should heal my wound and more. 
and I'll still Dang. be able to see the the meteorites. Indeed you will. But for now, lay down. I'm gonna go down and talk to your to your mates and see what's what's your plan. And uh, Orson lays back down uh, very slowly, lounge, uh, like pushes himself back into bed and just sort of sits there, uh, staring at the ceiling, not really uh, able to move that much. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of y'all? I, uh, I'm going to keep my camera close at hand. I'm now very paranoid. <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to get a better look at what this creature was. And so I'm, I'm keeping it close to me. Other than that, uh, I'm going to just kind of investigate like the, the after effects. Like, um, what'd you say the monster broke out of? The shearing shed. Yeah. I'm going to go investigate the shearing shed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find most of the damage is superficial. Um, broken floorboards there, uh, cut wire here. There does not actually appear to be any blood around or any, like, anything that would tell you that it attacked someone. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a picture of the of the scene. Okay. And that'll be it for me for now. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to move forward just a little bit. Uh, this is a little bit later in the day. Uh, you guys are now all probably with the exception of Orson gathered at around the table. I'd say it's about lunchtime. Sharon has provided you a hearty meal. What would you like to do? Well, I, I'm just, I'm just going to stare at my plate. You could say you're, uh, not very sure of, uh, it's ingredients, if anything's really uh, what it seems to be. I think that we should probably find a way to all get to the spa and have Orson come with us in such a way that he's all right for traveling. Am I here, by the way? Uh, it's up to you, really. Is he feeling well enough to come join? Get out of bed on his own? Um, I don't know. Let me. Uh, what what would I roll for that? I don't want to. Uh, make a Constitution roll, I guess. Okay. Nope. That's a uh, sixty-five. You're probably awake and can hear him talking, but trying to get out of bed is not an option at the moment. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it sounds like uh, the spas are best bet right now. And who knows? Maybe we'll see some meteorites on the way. Orson perks up in the other room. (gasps) Are these meteorites? (laughs) All right. So Ahmed um, perks up. Well, I can vouch for my camels that not the smoothest ride, but better than what you get in a horse. I can personally take him on my own steed and he'll have a smoother ride than probably would with the rest of you lot. 
that uh, that that sounds like a like a good idea. Well, it's another uh, day and a half, two day journey from here to uh, Carolina. I wish I could make it go quicker, but there's really nothing we can do. Uh, I guess we'll. Uh, I guess I guess we'll have to make do then. Yeah, I guess we'll um, have to roll with the punches. I guess, or the gunshots, as it were. Yeah, we were thinking it. I. <laughs> so, um, you guys saddle back up on your camels. Sharon gives you some extra pastries for the road and you set off it's still early afternoon as you leave you travel all day Orson I want you to make one more constitution roll for me All right. see if you stay conscious on this trip okay that is again a fail it's not hard to fail on constitution for me you almost fall off the camel at one point um, so Ahmed actually seats you in front of him and grips the uh, reins to the camel around you so you at least are steady. And you drift in and out of consciousness for uh, a good long time. Okay. Um, the night comes and goes, and then the next day is more of the same. The terrain begins to get more hilly and rocky as you have made it to the part of the North Flinders Range. The rest of you all, I imagine, are rather silent as you make this journey. The terrain gets steeper, and uh, your pace slows a bit as you are um, take this winding path up the mountain. And eventually, about mid-evening, you arrive at a very interestingly placed spa. This is one of the last places you would have, you would think to see a uh, health center. It is located on a slight rise of a creek bed above some hot springs. The steam arises in the cooling air. It's sheltered to the east and south by 15-foot cliffs. And at the bottom of a gully are uh, two huge boulders of red jasper. Ooh. The water below you is mostly clear, but one of the pools is lined with a slimy green-yellow algae and emits a sulfurous stench. The complex before you comprises of five large corrugated iron buildings. Two people exit the larger of the five buildings. Um, they're dressed in interesting clothing. It seems to be a mix of uh, regular everyday wear and like traditional Southeast Asian clothing. One is a man, one is a woman, and they approach your party. Bonsoir, the man says. What can I help you with uh, tonight? Have you come to seek the healing powers of the spa? Am I awake at this point? Think Frodo in the fellowship. You're in and out. Okay, okay. All right. Our friend here, uh, he he really needs he really needs help. He's 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 been shot. Uh, can you help him? We we can uh, we can certainly help him. Uh, and the two of them go off and start talking in French. Uh, the man says something, and the woman nods and runs into the large building. The man approaches. Please, uh, if you could bring him with with you, um, follow me. We'll have uh, Dr. Weber treat him right away. 
and he kind of motions to help him with Orson. Yeah, we uh, we do that. A couple of you guys help bring him in. You're led into a large building. There are five beds around, and they're low on the floor, covered with bits and pieces of threadbare Afghan carpets. Um, there's a large table to one side and cupboards holding various medical supplies. And as you lie him down, another man enters the building. Uh, he is of average height with a balding head. Um, he's a very bushy, big mustache. And he wears a nearly clean white lab coat over simple trousers and a shirt. He starts rolling up his sleeves. Where's the, where's the injured fella? I'm assuming I'm right here. Mm-hmm. He's like, right, Renee, get me an ampule of uh, thick water. The woman nods and um, goes over to one of the cabinets and uh, pulls out this little glass ampule. He pops it open and pulls out a syringe. And um, you guys hear kind of this really weird slurping sound. All right, roll him over. And uh, the two roll him over. He takes off the bandages and um, sticks the syringe near the wound and uh, empties it in. Just to clarify, you said it was thick water, right? That's what he said. Like, actually, ew. And you guys watch in amazement as the bleeding just stops immediately. He grabs another ampule and sucks it up into the syringe one more time and then uh, injects it again. And he kind of pats Orson on the other shoulder. Well, mate, you'll be right as rain in no time. You'll be here for about a, about a week, but you should be uh, you should be up and ready to go within a few days. More of this will help speed up the process, but go ahead and take some rest. Tomorrow we'll uh, take you down to the, to the hot springs and give you a little bit of a mineral water bath, and that should help speed up the healing. Uh, and he kind of looks the rest of you guys. Dr. Marcus Weber, at your service. Welcome to the Paralona Hot Springs. Ooh. Uh, before, um, before I even shake his hand, I just kind of go, what, uh, what, 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 what was that exactly? What did you do to him? That, my friend, was thick water. My own patented cure. It uh, heals things like nothing I've ever seen before. Wow. Ah. Uh. Yeah, my God. And it just comes from this spring? Pretty much. Uh, well, anyway, uh, uh, Louis Alistair, uh, great to meet you. Nice to meet you. And if any of you all, he kind of raised his voice a little bit. If any of you have any wounds, mental or physical, my services are always available for a small fee. This fella, I'll give it for free. I'm not that kind of a shyster. <laughs> um, but the rest of you, if you would like some of this treatment, uh, we can work out pricing in the morning. And so now let's get this uh, bloke to rest. Uh, good idea. And um, uh, the two uh, assistants kind of help Orson to his feet. You're feeling a lot better now, Orson. You, you are able to stay conscious. Okay. And they lead you off to another section of the um, compound. It's a decent sized building. Um, they lead you to one of the dormitories. Think like summer camp, those kind of buildings. Um, and they lay you on a lower bunk, lower of two bunk beds. 
Wow, this place is huge. Uh, there you go, Monsieur. Uh, my name is Benoit, and this is Rene. Uh, the man says, we will be your nurses for your time at the stay. Please feel free to ask us for anything you might need, and we will do our best to accommodate you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, what? What? Uh, he he sort of like uh, puts his hand to where the wound is, and it's just uh, it feels a lot better, obviously. And he's just, he's just kind of confounded as to what happened. He's it's like, what did, uh, my memory's a little hazy. What did they do? He gave you two doses of the thick water, his cure-all. Thick water. Hmm. Uh, well, thank you. I, I think I'm going to get some more rest. And uh, you quickly go to sleep. So what are the rest of y'all doing? Uh, Orson is getting the rest that he definitely needs. Um, I want to go find uh, there's Dr. Weber, right? Yep. I want to go find him and I guess I'll look around for where his office is. Mm -hmm. He kind of, he's stuck around a little bit in the main building. So I, you can, you could talk to him there. Okay. Uh, I uh, go and find him. Um, Excuse me, Dr. Weber? Yep. Uh, I grab him by the arms and say, Help me. I... <laughs> everything I look at, everything I look at doesn't feel real. I look at my own hands and I think... I, I, I can feel them, I can see them, I can taste them even, but they, I just... I don't know if they're real. I, I don't know if they have anything for that but <laughs> it's <laughs> help me I'll tell you what it's dark out right now in the morning uh, you and your friend can follow me and we'll take a nice relaxing bath in the hot springs down there and perhaps if you'll if you want to we can uh, give you on some of these doses of the uh, thick water I've had, I've had soldiers come in here with the worst case of shell shock I've ever seen, and they've walked out of here in two weeks. Fit is a fiddle. Anything. And then I just kind of, like, nod and go silent. Mm -hmm. So, you exit the main building, the clinic, and uh, what about the rest of you? What are y'all gonna do? Uh, I go take a bath in the water. Mm hmm. Well, the the baths aren't open at the moment. We try not to have it done at night. Don't want you to slip and hit your head on a rock. Kind of a little bit of nasty stuff I don't want to clean up. But, I mean, if you do, we can heal you up real quick. But we still don't like doing that. Gotcha. Um, can I actually, like, is there... <laughs> we don't have insight in this game, do we? <laughs> psychology. Psychology? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, can I roll psychology on that? Yeah. Awesome. Um, that is a 41 over 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, his intentions and all appear to be as good as any. He genuinely seems to care about people's well-being. Am I also there? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I also roll for psychology? Yeah, go ahead. Fantastic. Uh, that's not gonna do it. That's a 90 over 30. You pick up on the same vibe he's given off it that uh, Luby got. Fantastic. Uh, uh, un- unrelated uh, question for the morning. Um, completely unrelated. Uh, do you guys have a kiddie pool? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. No, but the, one of the one of the hot springs is a bit uh, smaller. If that's what you're looking for. Uh, fantastic. I'm just asking for a friend, though. Thank you. <laughs> he kind of chuckles to himself. Well, if you're uh, if you're up for it, I can take you down to where the uh, beddings are. Just a quick warning: we've been experiencing some earthquakes around six thirty every morning, so don't be alarmed. But I look forward to uh, sharing the healing properties of this great spa. And he kind of leads you away towards the dormitories. Hmm. Okay. Um, we, uh, we appreciate your, uh, uh, your hospitality here, doctor. He nods. Well, it wouldn't be a spa if, uh, we weren't helpful. Once again, there's four rooms, um, in this building. Each has a bunk bed in it and some basic furniture, like a nightstand. And and now as everything kind of gets quiet, you guys can start hearing a little bit of a hum of a generator in the distance. But yeah, these are very basic, but very effective accommodations. Hmm. Louis gonna, she's gonna go straight to uh, take a nap. Or like, he's gonna lie down, I mean. And then just kind of think on everything until he falls asleep. Been a lot of sleeping in the past few episodes. <laughs> I, I know, right? Like, I don't know. Um, you just give us so many opportunities with all the beds and whatnot. It's like, how can I not? I, I like napping IRL. It's it's, so. uh, it's like a subconscious thing. We're all so uh, tired all the time in real life, and we're just yeah. like, yes, more sleep, please. <laughs> you guys forget it's midnight. We're probably all thinking about sleep right now. At least, yeah, at some Second level. Hand gratification. If I was hungry, I'd be like, I'm going to, Louis going to go out and grab a steak and then maybe a couple of hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually like astral projecting uh, ourselves into our characters being like, mm, yes, nap time. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the night passes. Once again, you are awoken by the shaking of the ground at 630 in the morning. And as you wake, you already can smell mixed in with the sulfurous stench of the hot springs. You can make out the other sulfurous smell of cooking eggs and the savory scent of bacon in the air. Oh, man. Now I'm getting hungry. Oh, uh, Orson. Yes. You have healed two hit points. Oh, wow. Your wound has almost completely closed up at this point. Wow. Damn. Uh, yeah, and I'm assuming it's noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, when I wake up, uh, Orson, he, uh, he sort of feels where it was, and it's he kind of feels like a scar there, but no, like, deep wound anymore, and he's he's kind of, like, shocked. He's tapping himself very quickly, like pinching himself to make sure that this isn't a dream that he still hasn't waken up from since he got shot. 
But yeah, it's almost it's almost completely healed over now. And um, as you kind of make your way out, Renee is standing there. And how do you feel this morning, Monsieur? Much better, I think. I I, I feel wonderful. I feel uh, like almost nothing's happened. I can still feel it a little bit, but yes, with all the uh, techniques of Doctor Weber, uh, you should be feeling normal in no time. You will not even have a scar. That's amazing. How uh, I, I I would much like to uh, to talk to him about his uh, his methods. One sci- uh, well, one doctor to another, in a sense. Yes, of course. But first, let's uh, let's get you some breakfast. You look like you haven't eaten in a few days. Of course. And uh, she leads you to a. Um, a larger building. Um, this uh, area is open on two sides. Once again, think like a summer camp, like a pavilion type situation. And there's a man who is uh, like setting up some eggs and bacon and stuff. And he notices your approach and kind of waves to you. Um, what about the rest of rest of you guys? Um, I'm going to go immediately to Dr. Weber. And I'm just, I'm just going to be like, well, not like annoying but certainly impatient or eager to get going in the spa right of, of course of, of course we will however i always say it's better to do things on a full stomach than it is to do on an empty one i'm sure cookie has made some great breakfast let's eat up and that will make the healing process even better all right i suppose i am a bit hungry um, I'm also going to go down to breakfast, um, and uh, I'm interested to see how uh, Orson's doing. Henry is going to sneak out to investigate the hot springs. And Travis is going to go get breakfast. He is quite hungry. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say you don't need a stealth roll, Henry. There's only three or four people working the spa that you've seen. So you make your way down to the hot springs. I want you to make a science, chemistry, pharmacy, or physics roll. Ooh. Hmm. Um. That's probably not looking too good for me. <laughs> that is a 20 over 1. Oof. Oh, boy. Yeah, as far as you're concerned, it's just a regular hot spring. There's no chemicalness about it. It is almost, like, painful to touch. It's a hot spring. It's really hot. But there's no alchemical thing that you can gather from it. Gotcha. I'll just uh, head out to breakfast then. Okay. And uh, you guys gather around and eat your breakfast I'm gonna talk to Orson. <laughs> uh, uh, Orson, how do you uh, how do you how, how are you feeling? I, I'm I'm feeling wonderful. Like I haven't gotten shot at all. Almost, I still feel it a little bit, but it's uh. Wait, I I wasn't. You got shot? Yeah, uh, of course. Who, who shot you? I I don't know. It wasn't, I, it wasn't me, was it? I blacked out. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, mysteries, ha <laughs> ha, 
How are you feeling again? Just great. Uh, what about mentally? Uh, how am I feeling mentally? You feel mentally awake, but your your mind feels clearer than it usually is. It's not muddled. Okay. Uh, and on the subject of like the uh, feeling like everything's wrong or everything's like not what it seems to be, is that still all there? Just kind of. No, that actually happened to Chuck, not you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I. Uh, I. I feel. I feel fine. I feel like I could go on to the the mine or wherever we're going next, with little to no problem at all. That's uh, that's saying something. Uh, impressive. Very impressive. Would you want to take a dip with me in the uh in the spa? Maybe talk a bit more about it. Uh, of course. Yes. And I I would love to hear. Uh, what your perspective of that whole situation was. I, I I saw whatever it was and I I just blacked out. I, I'm very interested in what happened. As he's saying this, I'm going to look over. <laughs> um, I'm going to look right over to Henry and I'm going to slow nod <laughs> while making direct eye contact with him. I'm going to have like that like nervous wedding look. And I'm slowly gonna do the same thing without breaking <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Louis kind of sighs. He, I think he, he thinks he has the go ahead. Um, uh, okay. Um, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great to me. Um, are they open already? I think so, right? Weber stands up. Indeed they are. Well, my friends who's ready to experience the most restorative bath you've ever had in your life. Uh, I stand up immediately. And so, he leads you down a rugged path to one of the corrugated iron buildings, a broad smile on his face. And you're not quite sure if it's a friendly smile or a malicious one. And that is where we'll end our session for tonight. Thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for another bonus episode and the reading of The Unnameable and The Hound. Long Way From Home will return in October. Until then, consider following us on Facebook and Twitter. We are Tales from the On Library official on Facebook and at On Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, come visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. Please consider giving us a rating and a review. And until next time, remember, the library is always open.